It's BudPod 120. 120. A, a tens dozen. A dozen of tens. Oh, a yeah. dozen of hens. A tens dozen. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> a oh, tens that's all dozen. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Why is a baker's dozen 13? I swear I used to know this. It's to do with keeping a spare, isn't it? So it's like 13 eggs in case you drop one. Is that what it is? I, that's, what, that was, that's always been my understanding. Is that You're joking. No. No. Baker's I reckon that's it. Dozen. Yeah, or maybe... I always thought it was some weird like comment on bakers. Like, well, they're always lying or whatever. Or, yeah, they can't count or... Yeah, they 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 just uh, they're just sneaky. They're just sneaky bakers. Always putting in extra eggs. I think it's just to do with having a spare. It's because they get up so early. That's why they're sneaky. Yeah. What are they doing so early? Why they, do you have to be up so early to make bread? Yeah, they say they're baking bread, but they can't just be that. Yeah. Once it's in the oven, what are they doing? That's the question. Looking at their phones. Probably <laughs> just sat by the oven, scrolling through Twitter. Enjoying the warmth, the early morning heat of the oven. I'm, uh, I'm always disproportionately impressed when someone who works in a restaurant is the guy who, like, if you go to, like, a fancy... Well, not even necessarily a fancy kebab place, but just a kebab place that has, like, a coal barbecue indoors. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, they're standing next to that shit all fucking day. Yeah, I mean, you and I got a, a fish and chips at, in the lovely seaside town of Weymouth. Yes. Just two nights ago, and the guy there serving behind that, those deep fryers, just a row of deep fat fryers, just all day in, in the summer. Ugh. Oh, no thanks. Do you think they get acne or they have to keep washing their face for the grease? Because the grease must be in the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're throwing on skin cleanser every day, I'm sure. There's Clearasil a... every day. Yeah. They're cleansing their skin more than like a mime. <laughs> Maybe it would be better to wear makeup, because then the grease is on top of something that's not as damaging, right? Yeah, the mime makeup would actually be a protection from the grease. Yeah, like a shield. So you go to the chippy or to like a fast food place and everyone's just like a clown. <laughs> Horrible, like a nightmare. <laughs> How afraid would you be if you went to the chippy and everyone just had like that mime white face with the little black triangles under their eyes? I'd find it quite charming. I've never really got the... I've never been afraid of clowns, really. Yeah, but this is... I mean, you're, you're, it's not called the mime chippy. It's, you know, you... I'd, I'd be... I'm surprised. And I they're, think not say, take, they're, not, they're not it, saying anything. <laughs> it, it would take a while for me to realize that everyone was in my makeup. Really? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, that person's in my makeup. And then look at someone else and go, huh, they must, have, they must be in a show together. Oh, I and thought it would you... take a while for me to notice that everyone in the chip shop. I just mean everyone who works there. Oh, I thought I meant people sat down at booths. No, they don't need the protection from the grease. This is what I'm saying. I see, I see, I see. And I, also, I thought you were saying it would take me a while to notice because you were just like, something's odd about their face, but what is it? <laughs> I was like, really? It would take you a while to... Is that what white people look like? 
Like, well, you, you guys look like mimes. We don't tell you. It's a thing we talk about when you guys aren't around. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it looked awful being by that heat. I mean, there's you know, like chefs and professional cooks, they get a lot of bladder stones, kidney stones. What really? Yeah, the heat, the constant heat, it it can give you kidney stones, apparently. How? What? I'm gonna need know to know how that works. Some something about I don't know something about the heat make cal makes the calcium form or harden. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you type in like cooks and kidney stones, I'm sure it will come up. Kitchens and kidney stones. Cooks, kitchens, and kidney stones. Yeah, that's uh, that's like that sounds like one of those Disney films that was part live action and part cartoon yeah 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 the cook's kitchens are kidney stones so there's a sort of merlin works at a burger king or something <laughs> cook's kidney stones kitchen this is something my mother told me and she is a doctor i can't find maybe i mean i should type in chefs because cooks is a verb Ah, so that yeah, might be you're going to stumble across some some delicious kidney stone recipes. Yeah, lovely. Um, I can't find anything, but I mean, I mm. believe it because it sounds like oh, that's interesting. It sounds good. It sounds good to me. Let's yeah, make it up, sounds about right. Let's make up uh, a thing like that now for BudPod listeners to tell people. Let's make up a trivia fact that is okay. kind of like... It, here's the rule. It, can't, it has to be kind of basically harmless. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's always to do with like a job, right? Yeah, so postmen? But like, maybe like bus drivers. Bus drivers. Okay, so something they get. Yeah, bus drivers get really strong hands. Bus drivers get like... Hmm. Hmm. Oh, okay, so let's say London bus drivers, when they try to go to sleep, they get like, they can feel like their legs and ass are still vibrating. Okay, they get like phantom vibrations. In their in their buttocks. Yeah. There we go. That's pretty good because it's. It, it would be funny if someone said to a bus driver, "Does your ass vibrate at night?" And they're like, "What did you say to me?" <laughs> yeah, it means you've got your bus legs. <laughs> you haven't been on the buses long enough until you've got your bus legs. <laughs> and it's hard to adjust to life back on land once you've got your bus legs. Yeah. He's married. The. The the buses the he's, the roads the, he's married the, to the he's married to, to the, the roots bus, he's married to the roots that's what I was getting at he's married he's to married the to the roots he'll only break your heart <laughs> he's married to the roots he'll only break your heart a man like that with the bus legs so severe he'll never be able to step back on dry land without feeling sick in his life being a bus driver looks so scary and hard to me. You're you're in charge yeah. of especially a double decker bus. You're in charge of this, a, a small building moving around <laughs> one of the busiest cities on, on earth. I, I'm gobsmacked every time I get on a bus and the driver is bored. Mm. Yeah, you, you get on and they're just like, 
Yeah, right. I, if, you're, if that was me, I'd just be like, I just have gritted teeth the whole time. Like, get on, get on, get on. <laughs> is the door closed? Is the door closed? Sorry, can you have a look? Is there, is everyone coming behind me? Can I? <laughs> we have like bored. They are absolutely sick of it, and they don't care about the fact they're driving a building through cars. <laughs> and they don't seem to be worrying about the fact that, like, oh, if I fuck up and I'm delayed by four minutes, well, then the knock-on effect is enormous, and I... Mm, they're part of a I circulation feel... system, you know? If they, if, if they fuck it up and they, they just get stuck in traffic, maybe they just think it's not my problem. Someone else in a control center somewhere will do it. I have a feeling in the UK you don't get in trouble. I mean, surely, like, a late train driver, a late bus... I mean, it happens so much. There's no way they're getting disciplined every time. Oh, no, no. But, I mean, I would just feel bad generally. But then maybe that's right. the first day they go, you, you can't afford to... You can't afford to feel bad for these people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe their attitude to transport is the way that, like, medical professionals can get quite, like, harsh... Yeah, yeah, you, you can't get attached. Don't give the passengers names. You can't get attached to them. <laughs> Never meet their families. Yeah. Maybe that's like um, <laughs> like how if your parents are both doctors, if you talk to people who like, have a doctor for a parent like yourself, I don't know if this is true for you, Phil, but a lot of people I know with a doctor parent or two doctor parents, they're, whenever they're sick, their parents are like, you're not sick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the main thing I learned from having a doctor parent is just you're fine. You're yeah. probably fine. Yeah. Whereas, if you're not um, fine, wait, and you'll probably get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas maybe if your parents are both like bus drivers, they're like, you're not late. <laughs> you're not late. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk to me about late? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know your father uh, well, can't sleep because of his vibrating buttocks. <laughs> you think that's snoring that you hear at night? No, that's him vibrating. <laughs> that's your father's. Those are your father's. Each vibration is another hour of hard work from that man. He's using his vibrating ass to put food on your table. Uh, well, speaking of hard work, we are recording another podcast, but this time, even though we can meet up in person, it is simply more convenient to do yeah. it remotely. Yes. Yes, it is, because uh, we're still exhausted from our adventures in Weymouth, um, the seaside, the seaside of the UK, Weymouth yeah. Pavilion, and Phil, ha- you have a flight to catch. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I'm going to New York City tomorrow. Hot damn! New Can you York. That? New York, the the world's newest city. New York. That's right. The pissy apple. The pissy apple. The uh, the the stinky sausage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New York. The set of every film. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always amazed when a film or TV series set in New York gets made. I'm like, how did that part... Surely at one point someone, someone would have gone, no, enough. Yeah. <laughs> there's, al- there's already one. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's already one set in New York. Yeah, there's, there's at least one. 
Um, apparently, that's um, that. Well, I was, that's one of the things that makes Breaking Bad so unique is that it's in Albuquerque, you know, New Mexico. Yeah, and yeah, it's really good for it. Apparently, it was going to be in California, right? Um, but then apparently, if, if like because New Mexico is so cheap to film in, loads of stuff that's set in California is filmed in New Mexico anyway, and they were just like, "Fuck it, let's just make it New Mexico then." Yeah, yeah. Same reason now. There's a lot of stuff in Georgia and Louisiana. Mm. It's just cheap to film there. Yeah, yeah. I and and I guess what like the small town systems are are easily bribable. Mm, mm, I don't know. But you could say to the mayor, know. like, hey, could you shut down the whole high street so we could film something? And he's like, sure oh, I yeah. can. Because <laughs> I'm the mayor and I can do what I want. It's, it's just an excuse for him to go on a an ego trip. Yeah, totally. And then he gets like a... Because they tax filming. It's like low tax for filming. They tax you. Yeah, that's right. So he could just be like, put in a new hog fence and you can film wherever you want. <laughs> Or it's like, like every now and then you watch an America, something set in America, and it's like, I'm always amazed with this. Like I'm the sheriff, or like I'm the chief of police, and the chief of police is like elected. Yeah, and has an extraordinary amount of power. Huge power, and like is a, elected. Like a feudal lord. Yeah, and uh, it can get quite confusing if you're watching from the UK, where it's just like, uh, elections coming up for the chief of police and for the sheriff and for the DA, and it's all the, who everyone's on each other's ass, and we want results, and it just gets completely lost in. So you go, wait, who? No one's appointed? <laughs> God, just get on with your job? What? You have to vote for the person with all the guns. Vote for a sheriff. That's nuts. It's very old west. I'm going to New York. I'll be there for a couple of weeks. I'll have a lot of downtime. I'm a bit, mm. I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Is make there anything sure, to do in Make New York? sure you go to Jimmy's Pizza. That's the kind of thing everyone always says. Yeah. You gotta go to Bobby's Sandwich Cafe. He does the greatest Boston slipshod you've ever had. <laughs> Some weird type of Subway sandwich you've never heard of in your life. Yeah. The secret yeah. is that he puts chives into the cheese whiz before he melts it in the grill. It'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. Are you going to sit in a room on your own and be sad? Sorry? Are you going to sit in a room on your own and be sad? I hope not. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. I, 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 I'm, I'm, my place is right... I'm staying right by Central Park, which is quite amazing. Whoa! So I'll, oh. be, so I'll be jogging around Central Park and feeding the ducks. Maybe oh I'll join God. those Chinese ladies doing uh, Tai Chi that I see on National Geographic or whatever sometimes. Yes, yeah. They always seem to be in American parks and sometimes you get people... In fact, I was literally just watching Narcos Mexico and there's a scene where one of them's doing that and he's like, hey, you think that shit works? Hell, I don't know. A little bit of... Well, but Tai Chi. Yeah, they, well, they're just commenting on it. Yeah. A little bit of local color. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe in Central Park I will chance across some soon-to-be-viral act of racist hysteria. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. That, that's what that lady called the police on. A, a man with a dog. Watcher. He was a, a bird watcher. Oh, he that's was, right. 
She called yeah. the police on a bird watcher who, and he had like a degree in ancient Greek philosophy or something. Like he was the nerdiest man on earth. <laughs> and she wouldn't put a leash on a fucking dog because the dog and the dogs run around and scare the birds. That was it, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. And he asked her to put a, a leash on the dog, and he, she, she uh, didn't she like call the police and they end up arresting her or something because, like that? Well, because he had her on video, and she was like, "I will tell them that you assaulted me, and what do you think's gonna happen?" Like threatening him with like Whoa. anti-black violence or whatever. God. And he asked yeah. her, like, in the, like, he's a bird watcher with, like, some niche degree. He's like, ma'am, would you leash your dog? It's scaring the birds. Like, it's the nerdiest. <laughs> I bet he had a little jumper on a little shirt with a collar and stuff. He's, I bet he's he like hench. Ned- if, you, if you're looking up, he's, like, buff. Oh, really? He's, like, he's the buff. Yeah, he's the buffest bird watcher <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he likes two things. Birds, bodybuilding, and being buff. <laughs> Yes, I'm looking forward to witnessing some insanity. Yeah. Of some yeah. kind. That would be good. A hysterical middle-aged white lady calling a SWAT team on some black people having a picnic. Yep, yep, the, yep. The, the true American experience. <laughs> While you're eating one of the Boston slipshods with the chives. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Chinatown. Oh, maybe I'll I'll chance upon one of those YouTubers who surprises people in Chinatown with their good Chinese. You Have were you telling me videos? about these videos, yeah. It's like a white guy. Oh yeah, we mentioned before. It's like stupid idiot white guys surprises everyone with his perfect <laughs> Mandarin. Um, I I don't. I neither look white enough nor have good enough Mandarin. To make such a video, can you can you make a video where it's like maybe ridiculous I'll make a... half Chinese guy shocks waiters with his bad Mandarin? <laughs> yeah, um, racially ambiguous mixed race guy <laughs> tests the patience of Chinese waiters with his passable. But uh, bad, badly pronounced Mandarin. Yeah, and the video's yeah. just like, sorry, you want, you want grass on your noodles. Oh, oh, pork. Sorry, right, right, right. Sorry, the way you <laughs> say that sounds like grass, and that's the whole video. Five million views. Yeah, and then you're trying to pay him to go, to to like gasp at least. Yeah. Could you gasp when I ask for grass on my noodles? <laughs> the video's about how bad my Mandarin is. I'm gonna hit up some museums. Oh yeah? Which ones? Maybe go to the Guggenheim. I haven't been to the Guggenheim before. The, you go to MoMA? MoMA. Yeah, MoMA. I'm not far from MoMA actually. Oh go MoMA. We have to go MoMA. Go see the painting of MoMA. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Yes, okay. I'll okay, go, go to MoMA. Okay. Yeah, man, should be right. Grandma right. Caveman going to MoMA, yeah, that'd be good. Are you going to the museums with the hope of seeing a specific thing, or are you just going to fart around? I'll just fart around. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've sort of not really kept track of what famous things are in the New York museums. No, I know that the painting from Ghostbusters must be in there somewhere. Is it a painting of Slimer? No, the haunted painting from Ghostbusters 2. Okay. So see if you can find that. Okay. Um, so that could be good, you know. 
Bit of fun. A bit of fun. Uh, try try and find some modern art and smash it. And then say it's it's my piece of modern art to smash it. No, just smash it. Just uh, commit some vandalism. Okay. I think that would be good. I think <laughs> I think it would help uh, promote your Netflix special. Yeah, you yeah, you'd definitely be newsworthy. Um, which one are you? Well, I I think try and find something by Warhol. Maybe put your fist through it. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see some Warhols. That'd be cool. That'd be neat. There's a. There's a Chinese in America museum in Chinatown. I'll go to that. I think I went last time we were in New York. You did, yeah. You and George went, and it was all full of like um, incredibly some incredibly sinister posters. Yeah, and like pamphlets from the Second World War of like how to separate a, f- a friendly Chinese man from an evil Jap. <laughs> yeah, like. that's right. And it's like the Chinaman has cheekbones up. A, a two thirds of his face, but the Japanese has it three quarters up his face. That's right. They had some weird, like, um, phrenology stuff. That's not true. Yeah. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. The past was mad, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't the past mad? <laughs> Bloody mad. You've got an Bloody. Irishman's forehead. <laughs> Therefore, you're most unsuited to clerical work. They would just say things like that. <laughs> well, they had to live by some, some method, some system. I love, but I love the idea that like their minds were so blown by the concept, like so incomprehensible that they find the concept that anyone can do anything if they're qualified. They were like, that can't be true. I'm going to measure your head. <laughs> that can't be true. The shape of your eye sockets will solve this debate. Well, they, it, I think it just goes to show how little they had to go on. Yeah. Well, we've <laughs> we've uh, we've explored every available scientific avenue uh, uh, to available to us. Um, all that's left now is just for us to pick up these forceps and see how big your skull is. That's literally <laughs> all we have left. Yeah, we're, we're we're trying to avoid accepting the complexity of life. We're very determined not to do that. Because it makes us feel afraid and upset. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be strange. I'm going to be on, on my own for a little while. You, you'd have thought that like a year of quarantine, like isolation and lockdown and stuff, would get used to it. But I think because I've gotten, you know, I've figured out how to be isolated in, in London and the UK. Well, now you have a valuable chance to be. Laundromat. Yeah, you can go. You can sit in a laundromat and make friends with a, a wise old lady. Yeah. She could give you life advice. I'll play chess with old guys in the park. Yes, yes, yes. Get drafted into the FBI and solve a murder. (laughs) You're the one man we can rely on for this. I think yeah. you could do all of those things and more, Phil. It's New York, after all. You're never alone in the Big Apple. Ba ba ba. That's not true. I might do like really crappy touristy things. I've never uh, like the Eif- I just Eiffel Tower for God's sake. You go to the Eiffel um, Tower. The Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, yeah. the, the the inside the Statue of Liberty, it, the structure is very similar to the Eiffel Tower because both were designed by Eiffel. Oh. Oh. Because the Statue of Liberty was a, a gift from France. 
and yes, it was. Yeah, if you, if you, um, if you, if you're lucky, they'll let you stop the lift halfway up, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see her bum <laughs> on the inside. Very few people get to peek at Liberty's bum. Imagine if it's all anatomically correct on the inside, and you had just had like squished through all these enormous organs. Yeah, the li- the lift went follow the path of the bowel. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, "Look, this is how it was designed. We have to accept." What if what if you got up high enough and you got a certain angle and you could see that in addition to the the sort of the book and the torch and the lovely inscription about uh, "Give me your." Huddled masses. She um, mm. she just had a kind of hipster sailor tattoo on her forearm. <laughs> just update it for the 21st century. Yeah, just chisel it, chisel it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. But we'll keep on podding. Keep on bud podding. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, how long? You're gone for like three weeks, right? Three weeks, yeah. Three a baker's month. A, ba- <laughs> a sneaky fucking baker's month. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, a baker's <laughs> month. Um but uh I will we'll do like um you have to you'll give us updates on your New York life. You know, your new the new world. New York diaries, yeah. I'll do some New yeah. York diaries or something. That's That'd right. Be fun. That'd be nice. And well, well, like when when I edit the podcast, I'll put in some like like. Beep, 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 I'm walking here, like underneath like every time you talk. Uh, yeah, I wonder what I'll see, what I'll chance across, what <laughs> moments of street theater I will enjoy. Um, shall we do some correspondence? Uh Yes. Oh, the first, um, we should probably just give a quick shout out to a podbud, uh, Freddy. Oh, shit. Yes, of course. Who, uh, on Thursday, Freddy, uh, from the wonderful Wine Society, um, tre- tre- and also a podbud treaters, you, me, and off menu Ed Gamble to some fantastic wines. Yeah, and to some wine, some wine tasting. It's really, yeah, it felt, so luxurious, but fun and chilled. And we just talked about podcast stuff and poops. It was yep. a real mix of of high culture and, well, Bud Pod. Yeah, that's the brand. It was very on brand. It was high. Brand, it was very brand. on brand, actually. High minded, low bummed. <laughs> um, you can find him, guys, on our Instagrams at Freddie the Wine Buyer on Instagram. Uh, and he posts about wine. If you've ever wondered what the difference is between red and white wine, it's a good place to start. Oh, Freddie will tell you. Oh, he'll tell you, and much, much more. Um, <laughs> but yes, that was excellent. That was a real highlight of of, of the old career there. A real pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. It was a pleasure. Frederick introduced us to hitherto unknown grape-based pleasures. Bottles and bottles of pleasure. Bottles and bottles of pleasure. <laughs> the most decadent grapes. Flavorsome ambrosias. 
funny. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of speaking of pleasure, let's read some. Yeah. Goddess bondage. Uh, yes, missive after missive, dripping with viewers' pleasures. <laughs> Ring letters, emails, 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 correspondence. Okay, we got one from M. M. Mm. Wow, how mysterious. M. A spy. A spy? Yes, it's M from the Bond films. Hello, M. Yes, yeah, that's the Judy Dench character, right? It's Judy Dench, yes, but it's 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 M, so it's Moody Mensch. <laughs> Which um, in German is what, like a grumpy man, grumpy men? Yeah, well, a, a Mensch is like a a a, a very uh, like a wise and good and accomplished pillar of society of a man in in oh, okay. Yiddish. He's a Mensch. Oh, he He's is, a real he Mensch. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I, I, I mean, that's the definition that I have inferred from things like, um, uh, oh god, what's that movie? The Coen Brothers movie, A Serious Man. Oh, I've not seen that yet. It's fucking great. Is it? I love Coen it's, Brothers, but I've not seen A Serious Man. It's fucking great. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was good. So Moody Mensch writes in. Yeah. Uh, I'm a new listener, so I've been catching up on the previous episodes and praise redacted. Uh, da, 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 da. Quite some years ago, in a time before mobile phones, I was in a relationship with a man who we will call Tom. Tom. Um, Pre-mobile Tom. Pre-mobile Tom. Tom was a lodger in a big ramshackle old mansion house in the countryside. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a, mm, what a setting. Very uh, famous five. Yeah. We wanted to keep the relationship secret as once I had had a brief fling with the owner of the house. Goodness me! Moody... What was her name? Moody Mensch. Moody Mensch! It's Gosh. Very, uh, it's very sh- Downton Shaggy. <laughs> and things were a bit weird and uncomfortable as a result. Yeah, yeah. Especially if he's like, oh, Moody's yeah. back. I wonder what she... Oh. Oh. <gasps> That's... She's returned. She must want me back. Oh, she's been seeing the lodger boy. I don't know if it is a she. I just it's just M. Huh. Let's Wait. see if it, we can figure it out. Um, I guess I see M as a. Maybe I see M as a feminine letter intrinsically yeah. for some reason. M's a lady. Is it because you think the M looks like boobs? Yeah, they look like Madonna's boobs if she was lying down. <laughs> so, one Friday night, Tom and I had been out on a particularly boozy night at the pub, followed up with a spicy chicken kebab. Pleasure. Ooh, wow. What pleasure. regular pleasures are these? Um, boozy night at the pub, spicy chicken kebab, and picked up some vodka from the shop on the way home. Good Bloody Lord. Bloody hell, it's not fucking around. Good lord. We went back to the house, climbed over a locked gate in the courtyard, and snuck in through the back door in order to avoid seeing any of the family in the main part of the house. His room was in the old servants' quarters, and the steps to the back door were right next to it, often serving as a handy escape route for me. 
Wow, what a what a naughty little episode. Yeah, pleasures. How romantic. Rural pleasures. Pleasures. We had a fun night and more drinks the before passing out in bed. Pleasures of youth. Yes, the rural pleasures of youth. Um, we had a fun night and more drinks before passing out in bed. In the morning, Tom had to work quite early, just for a few hours, but I was so hungover I felt too ill to move. So I figured I'd stay in bed longer and head out the back door later on when I'd recovered a bit. Um, fair enough. A couple of hours later, uh, I woke up feeling a bit better, got up, got my stuff together... It was a sunny day, and out of the big second-floor sash window of his room, I could see some of the family were outdoors, notably the granddad, who was gently wandering about in the little orchard, collecting a few apples in the late summer sunshine. How idyllic. I wonder where is this place? Yeah. Edelstrop. Um, He was in his 80s, and he was a bit eccentric, collecting and hoarding lots of stuff he found about the place, but a nice enough old man. Uh... As I looked out the window, I felt a terrible rumbling in my stomach and realised I needed a poo fairly urgently. Mm. Mm. The consequences of pleasure. Yes. Uh, yeah. The wages Every of pleasure. pleasure incurs a debt. If you plant pleasure, you reap the pleasure whirlwind. Um... The main issue with being at the house and trying to avoid everyone was that the bathroom for his room was actually in the main part of the house past the kitchen. Oh, no. Thus risking an awkward encounter. Mm. Unfortunately, as I stuck my head out of the door to check, I heard the kitchen full of family, including the son, who I was so desperate to avoid. Oh, boy. This is like an episode of Frasier. Yes. I started to get fairly panicky at this point, and I thought maybe I could sneak out the house to safety and perhaps the public loo just around the corner. I grabbed my bag and began to sneak out. I got to the back door and turned the handle. It was locked. Oh, no! Oh, my God. That's what it said. Chicka, chicka, chicka. No, 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 come on, come on. Chicka, 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 chicka. The wrenching knots in my stomach told me I didn't have long before the spicy chicken kebab fueled by cider and vodka chasers was going to exit oh. my body whether I liked it or not. Oh, I feel hungover just listening up to that combination. Yeah. Pub, like, pints, and then chicken kebab, and then vodka to seal the deal. Bulk, yeah. bulk, bulk, and, bulk. And, all, and it's cider, so it's all, like, just sugar. Oh, and bubbles and all the bubbles and the chicken and the and it's, yogurt and the garlic and, and the it's chili. And it's going to be bad chicken. Ugh. Bad chicken. With hot and cold sweats and doubled over, I managed to get back up the stairs and into his room again. I didn't know what to do. And then something caught my eye. <laughs> A thresher's carrier bag. Oh, no. A thresher's carrier bag. So, like, yes. is that like a gardening thing? Well, so... Uh, or threshing. Mo- well, no, so Moody Mensch goes on. Uh, it's capitalised like a brand. Oh, I see, I, th- I see, I see. It's like a, a bag for threshing. No. So she's a, she, he, they say, Now, I don't know if you remember their bags, but they were of a particularly fine quality plastic. Uh-huh. Quite heavy-duty dark red with striking yellow text, so very noticeable. Thresher carrier bag. Thresher luxury paper carrier bag. 
I can't surely wasn't pay. No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at something completely different. Forget about it. I think Thresher's is a shop of some kind that must not exist anymore. Yeah, I can't find it. So it's a high quality carrier bag. Yes, bright red and yellow. Oh, Thresher's wine. Oh, now I'm listening. <laughs> And if first thing on the website, pop fizz drink. Oh fucking hell! Ah, is it actually? Yeah, gross. Pop fizz clink. It's a type pop of off license. Drink. Oh. I oh. See. Anyway, it's a bright fucking strong carrier bag. Is the point? Uh, with big striking yellow and red noticeable stuff. It was then I realised I had no choice, and the kebab was en route to freedom. No. Yeah. So as I lowered. My pants and jeans and squatted over the thresher's carrier bag. I had little time to reflect on how low a point it was in my life. Sweating and squatting, but now with great relief as a giant cowpat jetted out. Ugh, horrible. I can see this so vividly. I felt at least the deed was done. No, there's a hole in it. Of course, there must be a hole in it. <laughs> a thresher's? No, surely not. <laughs> I grabbed a tissue from my bag, tidied things up, and tied a very tight knot in the hot, ominously bulbous carrier bag. Oh, oh God. Ah. And hid it in my rucksack. In a lovely country home as well, this is all uh, happening in. Like few, a national trust home. Yeah, exactly. What would they say? What would they say? This isn't high tea. Um... Phew, I thought, thank God that's over. I got dressed and sat on the bed, thinking I could read a book or something until Tom arrived back from work and could unlock the door for me to get out. Very stupid of him to lock the door, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is on Tom, really. A dumb a dumb thing to do. It was a hot day, and after about 30 minutes, I noticed the smell of spicy shit was pervading the room. <sighs> I, I hate this. I couldn't have him come back to that. We hadn't even farted in front of each other in this gentle early stage of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. let alone left carrier bags full of diarrhea for each other. Spicy diarrhea. Have you got to that stage of the relationship yet, you guys, <laughs> where you just have diarrhea in, in the carrier bag and leave it in the bedroom? <laughs> we have. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just uh, They left me a bag of spicy diarrhea in a carrier bag in my room, and it just felt right, even though it was so soon. Yeah, it felt right. It's such a kind of cute. So... They say, I opened the sash window to get some air in, but the stench was overpowering now. Ugh. I had to get rid of the offending article. I grabbed the pendulous bag of still warm poo and with my best underarm lob, flung it out of the sash window with all my might. <laughs> uh, Aiming huh? over the main fence onto waste ground. That's pretty good. Yeah. Onto waste ground. Yeah, waste ground, yeah. What's waste ground? Um, you know, in the countryside, there'll just be ground where it's like, there's just like a pile of gravel and like a skip or... Oh, okay, okay. Waste ground, like ground ground that's not being used for anything. It's not a garden, but it's not an industrial site, I but it's see. not a farm. All right. You know what waste ground is. <laughs> you know waste ground. Come on, we went there once. You know waste ground. The UK is covered in it. Okay. You know when there's like an empty field next to a car park of the train station of a shitty town? Mm-hmm. But it's not like a field that's like all stony and stuff and like scrubby. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's yeah. weeds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a waste ground. So that's what she's aiming for. Or he. Oh, okay. Or they. Moody Mensch. Uh, unfortunately, the sash window didn't open fully as it was very old and my arm hit the frame. 
<laughs> Causing the bag to spin wildly off course. <laughs> it got caught on a tree in the orchard, spun round and thudded into the ground. No, not in the lovely orchard, the old man's orchard. I held my breath, but I could see it was mercifully, at least, still intact and partially hidden by long grass. So it's not up, it's not in the tree. It caught the tree and it swung off course. Yeah, so it caught the window, hit the tree, spun and thudded onto the ground. <laughs> but she's checking to see if it burst. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Good. It's just there in the long grass under the trees. It's a high-quality carrier bag. It's a threshers. It's good. This is good for threshers. Um, at that point, I heard Tom get back home and the door to his room opened. He smiled, but I could see him quizzically sniffing the air. <laughs> Hi, you. Sorry, have you missed me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> or, or even worse, going... What? What is the... Like, they're not sure what it is. They sort of, they keep sniffing it. <laughs> so, before I had time to say anything to cover my tracks, something outside caught my eye. I watched in horror out the window as I saw the granddad. No, I knew he was going to make a return. Uh, it's Chekhov's granddad. It's you, Chekhov's granddad. He's always going to come back. Chekhov's poopy granddad. Granddad bag. Um, oh, no. His eyes, obviously caught by the bright red and yellow of the thresher's bag. Like a bull. Like an apple. A big apple full of diarrhea. Of course. A big warm soft apple. <laughs> God. Um, approach it and start to open it. No! Oh no. The poor old guy. Um, Tom came to the window to look and we saw the elderly man open the bag partially and reach inside of it only to <gasps> swiftly remove his hand and gasp in horror. Oh! At his hand that looked like it had been rammed under a chocolate fountain. Oh! oh. Why would you go hands first, hands first into a mystery bag? Why would you plunge your hand into a mystery bag? <laughs> the granddad and Tom in this story are fucking idiots. Ah, a mystery bag uh, just lying on the ground. Oh, I guess I'll... Pick this up. Oh, it's got a bit of weight to it. It's quite warm. It also seems to be liquid. Well, no need to look in first. I'll just shove my hand straight in. <laughs> It'll probably be fine. I'll just smash my fist into this mystery. Nothing, nothing bad's ever in a plastic bag in the woods. <laughs> it's probably a lot of lovely custard. So Red custard. <laughs> so he's got a shit-covered hand, and he's going, Ugh! and. Uh, he- <laughs> He says that he looked around himself, trying to work out where it had come from. As his eyes turned upwards towards us, I grabbed Tom and pulled him to the floor to hide. (laughs) Get down, Mr. President! Um, uh, Tom looked horrified and confused. By way of explanation, I pathetically proffered, It's a thresher's bag full of my poo. (laughs) That's a pretty good explanation. Under pressure. Under pressure as you've just smashed someone to the floor. <laughs> it's a thresher's bag full of poo. Full of my no, poo? No time to explain. It's a thresher's bag full of b- poo. My poo, yeah. <laughs> he responded only by saying, I'll unlock the back door now. <laughs> yeah, he knows it's all his fault, really. Yeah. None the shame still haunts me. So thanks, M. 
Gosh, I wonder what happened with the grandfather. Well, he died. Yeah. Immediately died. Straight away, the spice of the poo alone <laughs> burnt his hand off. <laughs> like uh, the goggles, they do nothing, like McBain. Just, <laughs> ah! His hand's just a skull. Uh, his hand's a skeleton. Skeleton hand. That's the orchard ruined for the old guy forever. For yeah, the rest no of his more... days. You yeah. won't be able to really enjoy that orchard. No more scrumping for him, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you're never gonna... It's never gonna be as like... Da 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 It's just a charming like another day in here in the orchard. Ah You'll always just think, Well I hope there's not a bag of hot spicy diarrhea <laughs> Again And every every apple you eat from there now on will be the apple from the, the diarrhea orchard. Even even if there hasn't been a diarrhea in there for years, it's still it's still a diarrhea apple. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was like a disguised apple. Yeah, because it was red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> red and yellow. Like he's like he's about to be fooled by wily e. coyote or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's painted it to look like an apple on a wall, but really it's a <laughs> a, a diarrhea-filled trap. <laughs> Terrible business. Well, um, thanks, thank- M, and th- thanks for the lovely setting. I, it's rare that we get to indulge one of these stories in such rarefied environs. So thank you. Yeah, very yeah, very sort of midsummer murders almost. I felt like we were in atonement or something. Mmm. Except yeah. Kira Knightley shat in a bag <laughs> and threw it out the window. Um. Dan gets in touch. Dan? Hmm. Dan, what's the plan? So, the plan is for him to say, Good morning, Phil Parpmonics Orchestra. Oh, lovely. And he spelt my name Peire. Peire no Willy. Is a Peire a mistake? It's just a misspelling, I think. Oh, okay. Peire. And then he says, it's harder to think of these kind of puns than one would believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Puns are hard. Uh, new but historian, Yeah. New Pistorian here have managed to listen to um, 92 plus hours of delightful dribbly poop talk. Um, I never considered someone who, myself someone who understood toilet humor, but it turns out I just hadn't found my poop profits yet. <laughs> Isn't um, it mad to think there are enough episodes of this that they span days, a number of days... Yeah, yeah. You can listen to us non-stop for days. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a healthy thing to do, but there you are. Uh, yeah, it just seems incredible. <laughs> um, so Dan says, I've really taken a sort of masochistic joy at the silly sketches mixed in with the indirect jabs at my bum-bum life choices. <laughs> As a grown man of 30 who still very much enjoys Warhammer, and in fact has woven it into his career, I accept Ooh. the flack that deservedly comes my way. I wonder how. I wonder what Dan does. Interesting. Um, Indeed, many of us Warhammer fans often have the same but-for-the-grace-of-God moments you experience when we walk past model train shops with their gleaming carriages and (laughs) complex railways. Pleasure! (laughs) 
I, I like this idea of a, a hierarchy of disdain and embarrassment. Yeah. Of like, yeah, I'm into Warhammer, but at least I'm not one of those train freaks. Yeah, who do the train freaks fear? Hmm. The train spotters, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the 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 people who uh, those grown men who collect My Little Pony dolls. Mm, I mean, yeah. They're they're the center of Dante's circles of hell. Yeah, as long as you're not there, you're fine, really. Yeah. But you uh, you used to you used to Warhammer yourself, right? Yeah. Well, I tried to. I liked painting them. Well, so what what Dan is referring to is you remember when when we were talking about there, but for the grace of God, go I. With regards to Warhammer being an incel, incel, yeah, that's how I feel about in in inceldom, certainly, yeah, yeah. So, we, so we were discussing that, and we were saying um, you can feel it with incels or with Warhammer. Or my younger sister said she feels it with Wiccans. Wiccans, Wicca, Wiccans, Wicca, as in like people who make baskets. No, W I C C A. I don't know what that is. What? Google Wicca. it right now. Right now! Okay. W-I-C-C-A. How do you not know what this is? This is all potions and being a witch and all that shit. Oh. Okay, Wicca. I didn't know it was called Wicca. But yeah, this is all this new... You can, be, you, can, you can be a witch now these days. No, no, Wicca... So Wicca is like the 90s version of it, and it's still around, but it's... Ah. Have you Googled it? Yeah, I just had a quick look, yeah. It's like pentagons and stuff. Pentagons, well, like pentag- candles grams. and curses Pen- and charms. Yeah, 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 sure. I can't believe you've never heard that word. I don't know, I just... You grew up with two sisters and you never heard it. Wicca? No, I guess it wasn't a thing in Malaysia. It's oh, yeah, that's su- true. superstitious. People, yeah, you went from one... would have gone trouble for dabbling with the spirits, probably. It's quite American, to be yeah. fair. It's more of an American thing. Probably came out of Sabrina. Yeah. The Sabrina craze. Anyway, the point is, Dan says, as two of the nation's leading comedians, both regular and toilet-based humor, do you have other tangentially related fields of comedy or performance that you look down on with the same level of familiarity slash desire to participate and yet disgust slash (laughs) self-loathing? It's a complex question. It's a very good question. Huh. Uh, um, I, I think it's more like styles... Yeah, I think so. Something like, you know, speaking nerdily, uh, or like about, say, Batman. You know, I think there, but for the grace of God, go I. Like, the great thing about Batman is, and and you can you can be a a bat fan too, and all what really being a bat fan is about is about believing in a better future, and and in in you know one of these, and like <laughs> I start a whole podcast about it, and. Uh, or like going twee or going yes yeah, for me with with regards to comedy it's more about like a particular tones or a particular type of nerdy comedy that i i mm. think are very I, I easily could have gone down the route of and from yeah. time to time i am i am tempted to indulge in yeah but for the most part well. i'm glad i don't politics for me Politics, yeah. Like excessive politics, like really hyper-specific. Um, well, yeah, like the bad, the worst version of it. I mean, obviously there's good versions of it, but the worst version of it, you think, oh, yeah, 
I can see how that can happen. Um, sometimes I think it would be cool to be some sort of horrible clown. Like a mean clown? Yeah, it should be a horrible clown. But then that's just on days when I'm annoyed with the audience. <laughs> so you become one of those like really antagonistic style clowns, but people can't yeah. get angry with you because it's, it's the art form. They can't get angry with me because I'm, it's the art form, I'm a clown, and I'm massive. Yeah, you're a big guy. Really yeah. unfair clown. Yeah. Actually, that would be quite a funny name. Unfairness the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny idea. Uh, <laughs> unfairness. I'd, I'd, enjoy, I'd enjoy Unfairness the Clown coming around and just smashing things and refusing to pay people money they owed. <laughs> the first clown bailiff <laughs> just a criminal just a criminal disguised in a, in a, in a performance art uh, disc- a thin veil yeah yeah so I don't clown know about enforcer, styles. that's what you would want to be or that's huh? what you're tempted to do clown enforcer yeah unfairness the clown enforcer yeah that yeah. could be a that could be a fringe show back when Whenever the fringe comes back in two years or whatever. Hmm. That's a good uh, question. Yeah. Dan says, your podcast has made me realize that my farts sound like 90s sitcom era Tim Allen. Uh, uh, interesting. Oh. <laughs> uh, and now I actively laugh out loud every time I fart. So that's a lasting effect at the very least. Keep on jacking it, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. It's Thank incredible that it's, it's, it's taken our input for Dan to realize that farts are funny. Up till this point, he, every time he's farted, he's gone, oh, that wasn't, oh, that very uncouth. <laughs> he's farted and it's gone, uh-huh? and he's gone, uh-uh, no. Very disappointed in myself there. Yeah, not for me, that. He's, he's shaking his head at his own ass, going, no, that's not for me. Not my sort of thing at all, actually. Did you watch Home Improvement a lot as a kid? Loads. We watched it so much. I swear it's all we ever watched was Home Improvement. It was on every half an hour like emergency news. <laughs> Why? Why? How did it get such worldwide exposure? I think it's just because there it. were like 800 episodes and you could just put it on, buy it and put it on. Yeah. And it was about men, manly men, men, men. So in like the, 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 in less progressive countries, shall we say, it was very instantly comprehensible. It but was it, to do with I, DIY. Memory, maybe I'm remembering it with rose-tinted glasses. But it seemed actually quite it treated the subject of masculinity quite delicately. I thought because there was there was Tim the Tourman Taylor who was yeah. So hyper-masculine that he was actually a parody of masculinity. And whereas the, the real star of the show and the real popular one was Al, who was very, like... He was much softer. He was a little more yeah. metrosexual. Um, but he was the one that was popular with all the ladies. And then his sons also sort of spanned the spectrum of, of male identity. It was Brad was the sort of jockey one. And then this clever, sake, chandler-like middle guy. Oh, yeah. And then the youngest, who became a sort of emo. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He becomes like an emo for a bit. In, How late in did the show run? later series, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to oh. write a... I'm going to do a PhD on home improvement. 
You remember a lot more than I... Um... The impact of home improvement on the modern male psyche. Yeah. Well, certainly on, on modern male psyche. I don't think it was that big in the UK. Mm, yeah. Yeah, the only comedian I've heard mention it is uh, Rose Matafeo in, in, in their stand-up, and she grew up in New Zealand. I think it's very... Matthew, it might be another one of these sort of colonial shows. Yeah, definitely. Commonwealth shows, yeah. Yeah, I think definitely. anywhere that got, like, the Disney Channel on satellite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, and you, you had to get satellite because the local TV was so mental. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, Phil, you better go and pack all the things you need for New York. Statue of Liberty polish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cherry, fl- cherry-flavored foot lube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, eggs. They don't have eggs I always in forget they so don't have to eggs in America. Eggs. So I have to bring my own It's eggs. mad, isn't it? Because they have stuff with eggs in. I'll bring a baker's dozen in case one breaks mid-flight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, very good. I'm, well, um, enjoy. And next time I talk to you, you will be in the fat apple. I'll be stateside, baby. That's right. Drinking in the sweet freedom. On Eastern time. Um, okay, listeners. Yeah. You gotta try Jamie's Panucci's Pizza, the one from Futurama with the sad dog outside. Yeah. Oh, cute. Sweet. Yeah. Sad episode, but a good yeah. one. Go see that dog and mercy kill it. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, man. And thank you, Pod Buds. Cheers, guys. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye.